Hello. Welcome to North Coast Calvary Chapel's audio podcast. Hey church, we are in 1 Samuel chapter 18. And what I love about this chapter is that it challenged me and I had to look and see who is on the throne of my life. Who's making the decisions? Is it me or is it the Lord? And Jonathan and Saul kind of beautifully illustrate this battle that we're constantly in when God presents what's next for us in our life. Are we on board? Do we submit? even if it might not be what we had envisioned, or do we fight against God and say, no, 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 Lord, I've got it. So let's pick it up in the text. This happened just after David uh, destroyed Goliath, and he's having this interaction with Jonathan, who is Saul's son. After David had finished talking with Jonathan, Saul became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. And Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David along with his tunic and his sword, his bow, and his belt. What I love about this covenant that was just made here is that Jonathan ends up being one of David's best friends and greatest sources of encouragement up until the day that David dies. But what's really significant about the text here is that Jonathan sort of strips all of the things that would have identified him not only as a soldier, but as the the next king of Israel. Because as Saul's son, he truly should have been the next king of Israel. Well, we saw back in chapter 13 that Saul disobeyed God and the Lord said, I will no longer be keeping the kingship in your family line and I have selected another to be king. So I think this is Jonathan acknowledging that he's no longer going to be the next king. But he's rejoicing that it's David. He sees God's hand with David and he decides to acknowledge it, exalt it, and rejoice and ultimately say, David, I'm here for you. What can I do? How can I serve you? Let's be best friends forever. Um, And I love his response because he wasn't threatened by David. It could have been so easy for Jonathan to be threatened by David. And I have to think to myself, when I see other people getting what I want, when I see them getting bigger blessings, or when people have better abilities than me? Do I rejoice in those things with them and the Lord and acknowledge that all of those good things are from God? Or do I start to harbor jealousy and anger and frustration with God? So that's how Jonathan reacted to the Lord's hand being on David. Let's see how Saul reacts. Let's pick it up in verse 6. When the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine, The women came out from all the towns of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing, with joyful songs of timbrels and lyres, and as they danced, they sang. Saul has slain his thousands, and David has slain his tens of thousands. Saul was very angry. This refrain displeased him greatly. They have credited David with tens of thousands, he thought, but me with only thousands? What more can he get but the kingdom? And from that time on, Saul kept a close eye on David. So Saul's jealous, he's frustrated, and he sees that God's hand is on David. And he already knows that the Lord has picked someone else to be the next king. So that's why he's constantly on the lookout. He feels threatened. He is not embracing God's plan, even though he clearly sees that David has been blessed and anointed by the Lord. Um, And he's just really upset. So let's see how he reacts in verse 10. The next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the lyre, as he usually did. Saul had a spear in his hand and he hurled it, saying to himself, I'll pin David to the wall, 
but David eluded him twice. So David, doing his normal servant duties, first Saul, he was playing the liar. This is something that happened even before he battled Goliath. And Saul decides to hurl a spear at him, try and kill him. And what does he do? He keeps playing. And Saul tries to kill him again. And this is the first two times of many times that Saul is going to try to keep killing David. And David keeps his cool and he just keeps playing. He keeps worshiping. He keeps serving. Friends, when someone comes at you with harmful words or actions, like a spear, are you reacting like David? Are you saying, okay, God, I'm going to keep faithfully serving you. I'm going to keep loving this enemy because that's what we're called to do. We're not called to an eye for an eye or revenge. I love David's response. He just continued to worship. He continued to acknowledge that God was in control. So let's take it all together here, fam. When God presents something for you and your life, your his will and what's next for you, are you embracing it like Jonathan? Even if it doesn't look like you thought it was going to look. You have to imagine that Jonathan envisioned his life as king one day. And then this reality set in. But Jonathan embraced that God's plan for him wasn't what he thought it would be. But he wanted to be in God's will. Or maybe you're holding on to something. Like Saul was holding on to the throne as much as he could. Holding on to something that's not good for you. That God's saying, let go, let go. This isn't the way we're supposed to go. And you're fighting it. And we see that eventually it doesn't matter what Saul does. Because God gets his way and his will prevails every time anyway. So let's learn this lesson and let's be like Jonathan's. Let's be encouragers to our friends, celebrate other people's victories. Don't be threatened because God has enough abundant love and blessings to go around and his plan is great for you and I.